Coming up on this week's news, the installation of solar panels is opened up to all electrical contractors this week after a landmark decision by Octopus Energy that it will no longer require MCS certification. A power surge causes house fires and blackouts in Kent. And the humble electricity pylon gets a radical makeover. Welcome to Electrical News Weekly in association with the Electric Heating Company. Whether you're listening in the van, on site or down at the wholesale counter, I'm Joe Robinson and I've been through the best of the electrical industry news to save you the trouble. And as always, if you think you spotted the two words that I've been challenged to slip into this week's show, comment with them below for the chance to win a prize. The installation of solar panels is set to go mainstream this week following a landmark decision by Octopus. The energy company has changed its terms and conditions so that owners of photovoltaic panels can sell their electricity to the grid, even if the installer isn't MCS certified. Under the Smart Export Guarantee tariff, PV households can earn 15p for every kilowatt hour. The idea behind it is to boost the amount of green energy Octopus can get from householders so that it has to buy less from the wholesale market. Up until now, only an MCS-certified system could get cashback. The move blows the market wide open for non-MCS-certified electricians. Training expert Griff Thomas of GTEC described it as a game-changer for the trade. Octopus is acknowledging that there are many skilled contractors out there without MCS certification who can competently handle renewable technology installations. Now, any competent person can do the work. After all, solar panel work is already covered in the wiring regulations and in apprentice training. Now, other energy companies are mulling the move and may follow Octopus's lead. But the MCS isn't happy. MCS stands for Micro Generation Certification Scheme. It was set up by the government in 2007 to ensure that its grants and subsidies were going to quality installs of then unfamiliar equipment. It was privatised in 2018 and it has regulated the market independently ever since. Today, its boss Ian Riffin slammed Octopus's decision. He says removing the requirement for MCS approval opens up the market to uncertified installers, untested products and presents a real risk to consumers. He said there could even be an increase increased danger of fire resulting from low quality installations. Griff Thomas this week gave his take on the decision to Gordon in a video special and I've popped the link in the show notes if you want to follow the story further. Also sensing an opportunity in all this is the Electrotechnical Skills Partnership. It's unveiled what it is calling the Electrician Plus concept. This logo will show that relevant qualifications in low-carbon technologies such as solar are industry-approved in terms of their content and assessment. Providers of those qualifications include City and Guilds, EAL and BPEC. The courses are only open to electricians who meet the Industry Level 3 standard. The focus on renewable technology positions the Electrician Plus mark as a possible alternative to MCS certification. Also expecting a boost in solar installations is Doncaster Cables, who this week launched a dedicated cable for the sector. PV Ultra has double insulated cores as well as pre-marked safety labelling to ensure it isn't confused with a coaxial cable as they look very similar. After all, during daytime a solar cable can carry 600 volts. You can run it straight to the inverter without any additional accessories. It also boasts lots of installer-friendly features and it streamlines the protection and stripping of solar panel string cables. PV Ultra also boasts a highly UV-stable outer sheath to ensure a long-term installation. Gary got his hands on some PV Ultra this week, and you can see his video on it by clicking the link in the show notes. In other news, there's been a dramatic power surge in Kent. Residents of Chatham saw smoke emerge from light switches, plug-in air fresheners shot out of the wall, and thermostats began 
fizzing and banging. Two house fires were dealt with by the local fire brigade. Some 400 houses eventually lost power completely. UK Power Networks tells us that its engineers are working around the clock to reconnect the supplies and specialist teams are investigating the cause of the surge. Meanwhile, in the West Country, competition among motorists for EV chargers is reported to be intense this week as the region hits peak holiday season. Cornwall especially has been inundated with electric vehicles this summer as staycationers, many from Greater London, take to the road. And just before you comment, I'd like to distance myself from the use of staycation to mean a holiday in the UK. A holiday in the UK is still a holiday. A staycation is what I'm doing this week, which is when you have time off work, but stay at home. Makes me angrier than a labradoodle waiting for walkies, that one. Anyway, personal rant over, back to the story. Schneider Electric estimates that the number of EVs on Cornish roads in August has shot up by 1,380%. In London, there is a charge point for every 11 cars, but down there this summer, there will be just one to share between 471 hot and bothered drivers. David Hall of Schneider says the rollout of charges needs to be accelerated to cope with the demand. He says charges must be as easy to find and use as a traditional fuel pump. The West Country may be at the back of the class for EV charges, but it is leading with another electrical technology pylons. In fact, the very first new designs for electricity pylons in over a century have been installed in Somerset. Known as T-pylons because of their stylish shape, they've been erected to connect the new Hinkley Point C nuclear power station to the grid. The T-pylons feature distinctive diamond-shaped insulators. National grid engineers hope that the great British public will prefer them to the traditional lattice structures. Let us know what you think in the comments. And finally, a reminder that Team eFix will be at the EI Live exhibition in September, where we'll be bringing you live videos, panel discussions, and lots more. At the Technical Theatre, we'll be getting a panel of experts to share their insights and insider tips on smart home systems. The panellists include the editor of Designing Lighting Global and erstwhile scriptwriter of this show, Ray Maloney, Peter Broom of Lighting Control Specialist Rayco, and Michael Gorman of Michael Gorman Lighting Design. They'll discuss wireless systems and no doubt debate the impact that the new matter standard will have on smart homes. EI Live takes place at Farnborough Exhibition Centre on Wednesday the 13th of September and Thursday the 14th of September 2023. If you spot the eFix team, including resident supermodel Gary Hayers in our red polo shirts, come and say a big hello. And if you're new to the whole smart homes thing, check out last week's eFix TV. We have no lesser person than the EI Live boss himself, David Kitchener, who explains all the great opportunities for the trade in that market. And just before we get to your favourite bit of the show where I reveal last week's challenge words and winners, we want to thank our premium partners. We couldn't make the news without you. First up, they're the people who've created the Swiss Army Knife of solar inverters along with all-weather batteries, very much the Boy Scouts of the solar industry, it's Sunsink. Up next, for all your circuit protection needs, they're like having an Italian star striker in your premiership team, it's Ludum Palazzoli. Next, they're your one-stop solution provider for EV installations from domestic to large DC public charges. It's the ingenious and gifted Garrow. The best thing to come out of Yorkshire since stainless steel, it's Doncaster Cables, the home of EV Ultra, PV Ultra, and other groundbreaking and quality cables. And to fix all that gear together and to surfaces, you need fasteners that would win a gold medal. It's Olympic fixings. Big thanks to you all. We really appreciate your ongoing support for the news. If you think you know the words that I've smuggled into this week's show, pop your guess into the comments and we'll dig out a goodie bag prize to the first to get the right answers. Last week's words were Pavlova, 
and Poncho. And they were clearly a little more obvious than the previous week as loads of people got it right. But the first over the line was Mike Edwards 7173. So well done to you, Mike. Click the link in the show notes to claim your prize. Thanks for listening to this episode of Electrical News Weekly in association with the Electric Heating Company. Make sure you subscribe to receive the next update. Thanks for listening. And until next time, have a great week. Stay safe out there. And remember, there's no such thing as a torque calibrated arm. <laughs>